You know, I love when they have the ACC Big Ten Challenge because you get a lot of matchups of great storied programs. We got tons tomorrow. Ohio State at Duke. Yep. Well, sort of. Yeah, it's Duke. Carolina five, and Indiana. Duke's a five-and-a-half right? point favorite. Carolina and Indiana. Indiana's a six-and-a-half point favorite there. I mean, even look, I mean, there's some ways that Mi- Notre Dame you think more for football, but I mean, even Michigan State and Notre Dame, Michigan State's minus... Michigan State's minus one and a half in that. So you got a bunch of matchups tomorrow, too. Uh, Purdue, Florida State. Purdue making a statement recently, too. They're 13 and a half point favorites over Florida State right now. Some good, good matchups tomorrow. Zach Eady looks like one of the best players in college basketball. He is a seven-footer, and you can't stop him. He's great. Purdue, they went out to the uh, Phil Knight Invitational out in Portland and really racked up some nice wins. They beat Gonzaga by, like, 20. They beat Duke convincingly. So Purdue's really good. Florida State's been one of the most disappointing teams in the country. They are horrendous. Uh, so I wouldn't touch that game tomorrow, though, because it just feels like Florida State's been so bad and Purdue is so high right now and everybody loves them. It just feels like Florida State can keep that within the number. So I would not touch that one. I do like Indiana, though, tomorrow against the... Uh, against North Carolina. UNC's coming off a four-overtime game. They're going to be gassed. Hoosiers are at home. Assembly Hall is going to be absolutely popping tomorrow night. Carolina's really not that good, Nick. Like, they were, yeah. the, they were the number one team in the country this past week and ranked 19 in Ken Palm. People got to remember, yes, this was a team that should have won the national championship last year. This was also a team that in mid-February almost didn't make the tournament. Yeah. Like, they were right squarely on the bubble. So Carolina's got got some guys, but they're not like your typical number one team coming into the coming into the season. Uh, Michigan State against Notre Dame is going to be a really interesting game tomorrow. That's a trap line right there. The line's telling me to take Notre Dame. So many people are high on Michigan State because of this non-conference schedule, how good they've looked. They went toe-to-toe with Gonzaga, but the Zags haven't looked great uh, really to start this season. They beat Kentucky. Kentucky also hasn't looked inspiring to start this year. Beat Villanova. Villanova hasn't looked that great to beat this year. But then Michigan State got blown out by Bama. They almost lost to Portland the other night. So Michigan State, you know, when they've played going up against these teams that you think are really, really good, but haven't shown us that they are good yet, they, uh, they're kind of getting results that overvalue how good they actually are. I like Notre Dame in that spot tomorrow. So I like the Indiana teams uh, tomorrow, Nick. I like the Hoosiers Mm -hmm. and the Irish in those matchups. You got Providence and TCU, which is going to be an interesting game. Providence, what a great story last year. They won the Big East regular season title. They lost a bunch of firepower from that team. TCU, if you haven't watched them yet, they have one of the best players in the country, Mike Miles Jr. He's a star. But TCU's been a funny team this year. They've kind of messed around with some bad teams they should have blown out. They've also played good against some good teams. That's going to be an interesting game to watch tomorrow. Don't want to touch that one, but I would lean towards TCU. Um, And then let's see what else we got on here, Nick. I wrote Georgetown and Texas Tech on my my sheet. I'm not seeing... Oh, there it is. Texas Tech's favored by 17.5 tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like the under in that game. Minus 137.5. Georgetown's off. Georgetown they, is bad. Georgetown's oh, been bad for years. Years. And they won't years. fire Patrick Ewing. No, they can't won't. Can't do it. They can't. Of course can't not. He's it. royalty. And Texas Tech, I mean, we know they defend under Mark Adams. They're going to be relentless tomorrow at home. I think that under is a good look. Duke-Ohio State's a fascinating game. Ohio State's a pretty good team. Duke, 
They have so many talented freshmen, but with a first-year head coach in John Shire, I think it's going to take them a little bit. I do like Ohio State to keep that game close, plus five and a half. I think that's also that's also a good play. So I would say Ohio State plus mm-hmm. five and a half, the Georgetown under, Indiana minus six and a half, Notre Dame plus one and a half. Those are the four plays that I'm eyeing tomorrow. And it's all big programs too. It's all not you're programs. not going you're not going deep in the woods this no time. No Tarleton around. State tomorrow. I Nick. love when you pull out something so random like that. Mm. Where there's like a Tarleton that, that it's that's, that, that's where a, the money's to be made. Oh, I know. Everybody wants yeah. to bet the Indiana UNCs, yep. but the Tarleton State, Weber State, that's where yep. you make your money. It's like a friend of mine who went on this kick where he was just betting Chinese basketball league and uh, what was it? Tunisian basketball. <laughs> because the, t- the way the times worked, the, it'd be live games like when he woke up in the morning and he would just look at the scores and where the line was. He would bet like the totals half the time. And, I'm telling you, he won thousands and thousands of dollars doing this for a while. Now, I'm sure he lost a ton, too. Right. He's only showing me the wins. But, like, these are I, – I, you don't know anything about the – nothing, nothing. No. And yet he found ways to make it work. That's how it works. It was impressive. My roommate, a lot of times, he's got an off-sleep schedule. He'll bet, like, you know, Turkish basket weaving, and he'll wake up to, like, $100. You know what I mean? He just bets everything and everything. So there's always something to bet. But, uh, yeah, those small schools, you know, especially if you're not doing anything on a Wednesday night, turn the ESPN Plus on the laptop, watch some of these smaller school games because especially come conference tournament time, come March Madness time, if you want to scout out the St. Peter's of the world and the teams that might do damage in the tournament while everybody else is watching the big teams, if you're watching the little teams, that's how you gain an edge on the competition. So, uh yeah, there'll be some good some good games tomorrow between some small schools. You know, if you really wanted to impress me, though, you'd start pulling out bets on darts. Mickey Mansell up against Ben Robb. All right, that, that's what I want to know. Yeah, can't do darts. No. Those no videos, though, when they when they get the perfect, man, that's electric They're stuff. Just, anytime, you ever done that? Like, I've noticed this, like, cornhole is, is one of those things, too, where you think you're good at something, and then you watch actual professionals... It's one thing, like, we watch football day and basketball. Like, you, you just yeah. know, like, we're not playing in the NBA. <laughs> but you think, yeah, I'm pretty good. At, I'm pretty good at darts, or I'm pretty good at, at cornhole. And then you watch yeah. these pros and go, nope, not even good at that. Nope. That ain't happened. Here's the reality of most things in life. We're all average to terrible at most things. Just in general. Maybe one or two things you're really good at. For the most part, you're just really crappy at everything else. It's and you true. learn that very easily. And now we just have videos of everything from everywhere, and everybody playing, and you're just like, I, I'm not even good at cornhole. Uh, it doesn't even work. Yeah, I turn on ESPN. Guys are playing corn. Just every shot is in the. It's unbelievable how yeah. they do it. I know the beer pong guys too. Oh, we just I know. drill every single Everything. shot in the cup, and they're sober too. Yeah, they like are. you're usually better when you're drunk, at least. But when you're sober, I mean, at the, that point, they're Michael Jordan on the beer pong court. They just, just yeah. they get it done. That's, those are those are one of the things where you just say, you know what? Yeah, I just I don't have it whatsoever. Yeah. Last installation though, the Big Ten ACC challenge. So uh, enjoy it because it's going to be SEC versus ACC next year. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which I or would change. prefer ACC Big Ten. I agree with you. I'll be honest with you, I'd rather have that. Yeah. Although it's not going to matter in a couple years because everybody's going to be playing Merging, in the SEC yeah, anyway. that's so who, who cares that's very you're true. gonna have 25 teams in the SEC and then the Big Ten will have they'll just jump back it'll be the ACC Big Ten SEC challenge it's and they'll just, all three play each other they'll all have 25 teams in this in each conference conference nothing will make sense are fine how they are and they're just they're messing them all up uh, it's just I mean it's already completely off like I UCLA and USC in the Big Ten I I, mean, I'm still getting used to Maryland what, in the Big Ten I know 
Like, like even that doesn't doing? make sense no, to me. it doesn't. So this is what it comes down to, is we start sitting here realizing that conferences won't matter. Loyalty to conferences won't mean anything. Rivalries won't mean anything because it's just all going to be big super conferences based on football, and then every other sport's going to be affected by it, and that's just the way that it goes. Yeah, it is. Whatever. I, I don't know. care. Nothing makes sense to me. I hate it all. <laughs>